it done last night. Couldn't get it done on their home ice Friday, but they get it done last night. And, you know, I tell you what, man, I've said it many, many times, and I'll say it again. The Stanley Cup presentation is the best trophy presentation in sports. There's nothing like it. The pageantry of it. I always love when <laughs> reporters like, what are you going to do with the Stanley Cup? What's something you've always dreamt you wanted to do? And some are like, you know, I just want to take a picture with, with my family or I want to show it to my dad. I want to share it. And others are like, oh, I can't say that. It was fun. It was fun. And, you know, Colorado was the champion. I think not a big surprise. They finished first in their division. They, they, they had an amazing season, a great record. You know, they were, they, they were, the, they were 56-19 and 19 during the season. It was just domination. And the fact that, you know, and, and if it had been Tampa Bay, that wouldn't have been a surprise. You know, those two seasons, it, w- it was basically just a, a path to the final and two great teams duked it out and one was a champion. In the world of college baseball, it was very different for the champion. I got my pick wrong. I picked Oklahoma and they got to the final and then they got beat. By Ole Miss. I mean, Mississippi State wins the College World Series last year. Ole Miss wins it this year. Is Southern Miss next? I don't know. They're going to be pretty loaded next year. But like, Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Who was left for dead. Who weren't even sure if they were going to get into the NCAA tournament. Some in the administration were like, yeah, we're packing up for the summer who was the most disappointing team in college baseball. They came into the season with the expectations of being a favorite, and they fell flat on their face. 7-14 and in SEC play at one point. Then they get a sweep of LSU. They start getting a little momentum, and then they're just... Then they're one and done at the SEC tournament, losing to Vandy, and it's like, yeah, they're probably not going to get in. Mike Bianco's going to be fired... They're going to be looked at as this massive disappointment. Fast forward a month later, and they're the national champions. It is the first officially recognized men's national championship since the school fielded its first football team in 1893. If you don't think Rebel fans are celebrating right now, then you've never met an Ole Miss fan. Holy cow. I mean, it, 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 hotty toddy. I, I, they're, gonna, they're still in Omaha today, I promise you that. They haven't even gone to bed yet, and they're much too drunk to drive back to Mississippi. But for years, Ole Miss has been hearing about how their rival, Mississippi State, takes over Omaha. How the Bulldog fans are the Magnolia State's ultimate superpower. How they can't compare, not on the diamond. Look at Mississippi State's ballpark. They won the championship last year. Ole Miss, you're nothing but overrated. You can't even get into the tournament. Well, they did. Barely, they did. And boy, did they make it count. I have never, ever in any sport in my lifetime seen a team 
like the 2022 Ole Miss Rebels in baseball. Never seen anything like it. I mean, Ole Miss fans, you talk about taking over Omaha. You've probably seen pictures of the Jello Shot Challenge at Rocco's. Just a de facto Oxford North is what it turned into. Because their fans were in Rocco's all week. Eight teams in the College World Series. And at Rocco's, they, they keep track of how many jello shots have been taken by fans. Well, Old Miss went over 20,000. <laughs> Old Miss, Old Miss. It was at like over 16,000. The previous record was set last year by Mississippi State. It was 2,965. Arkansas this year, by the way, went um, 8,661. So Ole Miss didn't quite get 20,000, but I mean, sixteen over 16,000. They're partying, man. They're partying. I read a story about a 78-year-old woman named Gloria Poplin that was like, I'm a hotty-totty grandma. I've never had a jello shot in my life, but I'm, I'm throwing them down right now. I ain't going to bed till Wednesday. That's what she said. I read that in an article um, that Ryan McGee wrote. But it's incredible. Very happy for Coach Mike Bianco, a guy that does things the right way. You know, Coach Tony Robichaux was posthumously inducted into the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame this weekend. Justin Robichaux gave the speech. And Mike Bianco's got, you know, he's, 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 he's always come across to me like he's got that wisdom, right? That robe wisdom. A lot of similarities between the two. Always doing things with class. And what he was able to do. See, when you have giant expectations and you start falling flat, most of the time you just, it ends in a whimper, right? Just fades away. You just pack it up, failure. That's what happens a lot of times in sports. Heck, even if you didn't meet expectations, but you get into the postseason, usually you're not, I mean, you're not going all the way. Well, Ole Miss went all the way. Congrats to them, to their fans, to my friend Ben Mintz, to all of them. To all of them. Championship Sunday, Avalanche and the Rebels taking home trophies. All right, we're going to take a timeout. When we come back, Lynn Burton and some newbies, Blaze Bro and Nick Sheremy are scheduled to join me. Well, they did join me, but we're going to draft the best Jersey numbers in sports. We're going to get to know these new cats a little bit. We're going to talk about a number of things, maybe even get into some sports video games. We'll see. It's all coming your way right here on the Great Scott Show on this Monday on ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. This is the one place where you can really let the referees know exactly how you feel. This is the NFL, which stands for not for long when you make them calls. ESPN Lafayette, ESPNLafayette.com, and the ESPN Lafayette app. He peaked athletically in the seventh grade. Do you know what a hero you are to me? I presume you're referring to my four touchdowns in one game. It's the Great Scott Show with Scott Prather on ESPN Lafayette. 
the best ticket in sports. Scott Show, ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports on a Monday in late June. Through the power of radio and recording, Lynn Burton is with you guys for one more segment this week. Hey. That's Lynn Burton, host of Rise and Grind, out this week. He'll be back on the 6th, but he is in for this segment. You know, in that first verse, he says, iller than the goblins and trolls, too. Do you know, as, as the... Movie aficionado you claim to be. Do you know about Trolls 2? Scott, why, I, yes, I know about Trolls 2, right. why would I be watching that? Right, okay, <laughs> so you, then you do know about it. It's known as, like, one of the worst movies yeah, it's of all time. It's between, I, like, that and Emoji Movie. Yeah, and, you know, The Room. But, like, <laughs> certain bad movies, they, they, they there's two types of awful movies. The kind that are so bad that it's like, I got to see this train wreck. I guess oh, it's hilarious. Sure. And then there's there's kinds of like I never will watch this another second this, of my life. This is the worst thing mm-hmm. you know, ever. I, I but I'm glad you watched the emoji movie. <laughs> Lynn's seen the emoji movie. I have a goddaughter, man. She that's how like we bonded. She found out that like I like movies, and she was like, "Why don't you take me?" And my mom was like, "Do it." Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I saw some of it once one night when my kid was watching it. Horrible. I, like, I heard this was the worst movie ever. I'm going to read this book while y'all watch this. Um, all right. That is Lynn, and this summer you're going to start hearing uh, two new voices on the air from time to time, two guys who are um, working part-time now here, and uh, you might have seen something that that Nick wrote last week about Daniel Cormier and his hot take about Lafayette barbecue, which was such a a homer thing. Out of left field. D.C. It was like, that's that's what Lafayette – food is known for not to say that they're eating great barbecue in the city anyway we have nick sheremy and then we have lauraville's own blaze bro who can't see my face right now because there's a big screen but it you know it might be a good thing no one wants to look at my face that's why i'm on the radio good morning fellas what's happening uh blaze why don't you tell the audience why you're even here what made you crazy enough to decide you wanted to, to come on the air with lynn and i Oh, man, I love sports. It's been my passion ever since I was little. Uh, wasn't good enough to play them at a at a collegiate level or at a professional level, but, I mean, every Saturday I was watching college football from sunup to sundown, from the East Coast to the West Coast. It didn't matter who was on. I was watching whether it was Division Two or FCS or FBS. Uh, and it's the same thing with almost every major sport. I watched the College World Series every year. I watched the NBA Finals. I loved the NCAA Tournament in March Madness. So pretty much anything that was on, I was watching it, and that's what I went to school for. Went to uh, Louisiana of Lafayette, go Cajuns. Uh, graduated this past May uh, in broadcast journalism, and I always wanted to start off in sports, and I heard about this opportunity, and I couldn't pass it up. So just really happy to be here. All right. Ladies nice. bro. I mean, just sun up to sundown, he said. Hey, he said he wasn't he's good enough it. to be a collegiate athlete, so he's not he's – not, 
Burton standards. I mean, uh, don't do that. <laughs> Your brother is on the UFO. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about myself. No, I was uh, tricking you. Oh, I was tricking you. Because I, I could have played D3 player. basketball. I was good enough. See, there's the <laughs> truth. I was just, I was giving compliments to your family. Oh, okay, okay. You don't gotcha. have to just take, it's not always, guys, see, see guys, <laughs> Lynn's always making it about himself. <laughs> uh, Nick Sheremy is here as well. He's Yo. wearing a Steve Gleason jersey. I am. What's going on, man? Tell our audience about you a little bit. So, yeah, so I, I mean, you, dude. I got to rep the guys, you know, huge Saints fan growing up my entire life, big sports guy uh, from the moment I was, you know, brought into the world by my dad. And, uh, you know, I just grew up, I mean, big time Saints. Uh, wasn't huge into baseball until later, actually. I, I picked up baseball this past season of UL baseball, go Cajuns again. Yeah, I graduated from UL, uh, moving image arts major, but somehow I ended up in sports because I'm just so darn interested. Uh, and, uh it's cool to be here and just be sitting next to Blaze. Blaze and I actually knew each other for quite a while. We were in classes together in college and stuff too. So, but yeah, no, I, I grew up around sports, football, basketball. Um, played them. Not as good, not good enough to play them in college. Not Burton level. But not Burton level, right? No. The Burton line. We're gonna call it the yeah, Burton line. Not Burton line. <laughs> Couldn't get to the Burton line. But uh, I did play in high school, but uh, injuries and some other things kind of kept me from going any further. So. But, no, I'm, I'm glad to be here. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to what we're going to do. Right on. Uh, what What is, you know, first of all, was Blaze just like, was he just a ladies' man in the class? Were, so, not at all. So, <laughs> not at all. So here's the thing. Not so Blaze and I actually were, we, it's French classes, right? That was why we were yeah. in French classes together. Now, I, I grew up in a French-speaking family. Oh, so yeah. I like I had a little bit of an advantage there. So you could speak Cajun French a, a, a little bit. Like yeah, I can, put on my guys. I'm a client. They got like that. Yeah, it sounds like that. What actually. did I just say? Nothing that I, I want to repeat. Well, all right, I would, all right. I would not say that. To <laughs> I don't my have mother. no idea. Um, no, but I put on my draws and that's the start <laughs> of it. <laughs> okay. So you actually said something. Okay. Yeah, put on my guys. I'm a client. They got like that. My wife she called me both of the clients. Yeah. That's, Real. that's I thought you sound like Boo Howe on King of the Hill. <laughs> that's, no, that's Cajun French. Yeah, right that's there. that's about as Cajun as French can get. <laughs> but um, that's not what they taught us at, at, at the University of Louisiana. No, uh, sadly. It's, a, it's a lot more professional. A lot more. A lot more, pr- more yeah, real. Uh, Are you suggesting? Uh, wait, see, Blaze through shots instantly comes into the <laughs> studio and starts. Saying I'm not professional, but hey, he's from Lawrenceville, man, so he can say yeah, that, he's got that stuff. aggression. Lack yeah. of professionalism. I'm trying to like, you know, pump <laughs> the guy up. Like, oh, ladies, man, look, you know, young cat, yeah, you know, bro. probably works out a lot, and he's over there just being look like, you're he's... unprofessional. <laughs> he's jacked. Look at him. I huh? mean, what's golly? Yeah, I mean, if anybody was close to the Burton line, other than you know, Lynn himself, because he could have played D3 ball. Real talk, uh, but. I guess it would be Blaze. All right, yeah. No, just yeah, all assuming nice. I was a terrible athlete. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I don't know. You came in. You came in the other day wearing a shirt with a bunch of Nintendo characters on it. That that doesn't mean you're not a good athlete. I was but... a gamer ahead of my time as well. Yeah, I yeah. I was. I was. I, I was too, though. You you you're in good company here. I played more Madden than I did actual football. I was. Uh, I played a lot of sports. So when I was really into gaming was when I was like real young. Okay. So. Back before some of the listeners have heard this story before, but I'll I'll fill you in. Back before there was Blockbuster, there was also Alfalfa Video. Ooh, that's okay. definitely before my time. I don't yeah. even know what that is. I don't is. think you were born. Yet. It, was, it was it was so you you know on um, Pinhook the Meshes Donuts that used to be a Blockbuster across from Chris's Po' Boys. Before it was a Blockbuster, it was uh, 
it was an alfalfa video. Anyway, they had these contests, and, <clears throat> you know, they had three age groups, and it was like alfalfa just hosted it, but it was put on, I want to say, by like uh, um, a, brand, uh, a branch of Disney. And they put them on all over the country. My mom signed me up for one. It was a Nintendo contest. You won? Back when NES was happening. And so she signed me up. You pay, you know, and you would get one life, and then they would do your, they'd do your, your point total. Okay. You're damn right I won. Oh. So I go, I go and laugh. That's hard. And I get first place. Respect. First place in my age group. Smoked everyone. What was the game? Uh, That's crucial to was, know. It was it was DuckTales, which was a oh, classic. Okay. Okay. In oh, fact, yeah. I'm still mad because they remastered DuckTales for PS3. It was I loved it. And some kind of issue with Capcom, you can't get it on PS4 or PS5, which ah, really bothers yeah. me. Um, but, you know... Uh, it was that's a classic NES game, and I, and I didn't even know it. Like I was just like, sure, I was, I was like nine, right? Um, so then my mom was like, I told you he was good. My dad's like, yeah, he needs to read more. And he was right. <laughs> so then because I got first place, I got to go to state, which was in Baton Rouge. Oh, what? So there's kids from a there's like eight kids from different parts of the state. My dad's spending a Saturday driving me to <laughs> oh, Baton Rouge with one of my sisters. First place, boy. You won again? Oh, my God. Again. No way. State champ. Oh, Dude, that's awesome. Champ. Okay. You were, an, you were an esports athlete that's before that was saying. a thing. Before you were the pioneer. You were the, the pioneer. You might be the first Louisiana esports athlete. I, I, Ninja don't have what? nothing on you. No, so, not at all. So I, I was first place. So then I went to another round, which was at this point, it was this was. Your national level later. now, huh? So then it was in New Orleans at a blockbuster on the West Bank. And it was like, it wasn't just state. It was like the, it was a certain, there were like four regions. Regional play, gotcha. It was like the Southeast region. And um, if you got first there, you would then go to Disney World to compete in the world. The world. Oh, wow. Um, And then if you got second place, you got a color TV with a built-in Nintendo. I'll never forget that sucker. I was like, it's in it. Like with the two things. And this is, this is back. We're talking like 1991, fellas. So this is a different time. Okay, all right. I got, Did you, I, got, I, need to, I, got, I hope I got, you won. I got third. Oh, I, got third place. I didn't win. <laughs> no way. I'll say this. Like, in my grandparents, my late grandparents, they had to take me to this. My parents couldn't, and so it was them and my sister. And they, even I was a little, I guess, like, the kids in Lafayette and Baton Rouge, they all kind of, they just, I felt like I like I had a lot in common with them. Mm, you like, felt some, kind. you felt the heat. I don't know. No, it, that's not where I'm going with this, Lynn. <laughs> It, the, the kids at this one, like, some of them, if they had been born later, probably some of them, not all of them, would have been, like, diagnosed with certain certain as- behavioral aspects and things like that. Like, it was just different. It was it was like, hey, right. man, what's, what, you know, how are you doing? I'm Scott. And it's like their faces would be, like, a few inches from the screen, and they'd be, like, mm, talking right, right. to it and all this stuff. And my grandmother's like, what the hell is this place? <laughs> <laughs> it was, the vibes were very different. Different breed, man. Yeah, yeah. It was different, yeah. And then, uh, you know, I I played, and then it was it. We, uh, there wasn't, you know, I don't know that there was enough over, like, they had, like, they had, like, parents or older siblings, like, coaching them on what to do. Like, all this stuff. They're like, <laughs> wow. if, you did that, if you did that at, like, Dude. Wimbledon, they would kick. You would, you would get. I was going to say. You can't coach from the side. You know, like, looking back at it, I was just in there. Like, my cranberries didn't even know what an Nintendo By yourself. You had, yeah, you had, like, bitty basketball parents at a, I was, at a proto esports competition. It was, it, and I was just like, man, I could have gone to Disney. That would have been cool, man. You ever see the, 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 the Wizard that came out, a movie back then? Fred Savage is young in it. 
and he has like a younger brother that's that's autistic that ends up he's like incredible at video games and he runs off and they compete in LA and there's all this it was it was a movie I watched a lot in my youth and the people were like you like the wizard I'm like I'm not I'm just good at video <laughs> games but that's that funny. was uh yeah that shirt you saw me wearing it was it was a bunch of old Nintendo game characters I on I can't it. believe I never knew that story that's awesome That's crazy yeah what's well, funny you mentioned I actually almost it, went kind of esports competitive in a Rainbow Six Siege when I was like coming out of high school. Now that's real esports right there. For yeah, that's like that's not that's not an ES. No, uh, no, more than two buttons. I on see that, that stuff all like, like like years ago. I remember before I had kids and I had more time to game. I played a lot of Street Fighter Four, um, and I you know I was I was really good at it. But I get online and I'd play with some kids in like Japan and stuff. And <laughs> boy, you get humbled quick. Big time. Oh, yeah. Big it time. took me a while. It took me a while to to get good enough to like win in there and um you know kind of move up the rankings. But at some point, I'm like, dude, I don't have time for this. Like, I this is it takes this, a lot to this, be good. This took me a while just to get past some of these kids. I'm for, and so from that point on, like I just when I do have time to game, it's usually with my kid. Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge. We're having a lot of fun with that nice. one. There you go. He's been playing it a ton. I don't, but I get to play with him a little bit. But it's usually with him. him. It's usually with him. No, no. It's it's uh, it's co op. It's like oh, okay. okay. Let's play together. Future Rage Fours. Now let know, me ask you because this is a topic that like I've thought of multiple times in my life as I, as I'm transitioning into like I'm 20. By the time you guys are hearing this, I'm a couple of days away from 28. So I'm getting older. And and, and it's oh, like are you kids in your 20s? I'm thinking I'm thinking of the future. And I'm like okay, so if I have kids and I play video games with them, am I gonna like beat them? And it's of course it's like yeah, I'm a smoke. Yeah, 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 like, you have to. Now as a father who's like a, a avid gamer from the past, are you, know, you I, I, about smoke? Them? I, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I don't. But I, I try not to play those kind of games with him. So like my nephew, he's older now, but like he 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 wanted to beat me in Street Fighter, and I was like, nah, you know, and he was like not talking happening. trash. He was like <laughs> seven at the time, and I was just like, and I just KO. <laughs> and then he like what? Well, yeah, he like asked for this book, this like guidebook, which I got and never even looked at. I'm like, again, I, and so I gave it to him, and he studied, and he came back, and I whooped him again. See, I respect and you even more so now was, that, that you got the guidebook and you didn't look at it. I, didn't, yeah, it, it, I, I did. I was like, I'm going to check this out. And I was like, I don't have time. No. I'm Pro move right there. Let me, let me get into this. You got it. It's all about the feel. But but he, um, and we'll transition to sports here in a second. But like with my kid, I I just play games like we played Sackboy a ton, especially during the pandemic, you know, and we're able to play together. And okay. so I'm able to like teach them. Streets of Rage Forward, not exactly kid appropriate, but that's a great game. I played that a lot during the pandemic. Oh, I, 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 I got the platinum in that one. Oh, there you go. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because again, during pandemic, and I grew up on the original Streets of Rage. When that came out, I was like, I'm in. Which one you use? Oh, you what to get the platinum? You got to use all of them. Oh, okay, okay. Every single character. Oh, Which one's your favorite? I guess. I'd actually, say. actually, it, it's actually Blaze. Ooh, okay. It's actually Blaze. I like the girl with the guitar. I don't know her name. Yeah, yeah. Um, the way she Sherry. jumps around, yeah, Sherry. Sherry. That's yeah. who I rock with. Yeah, no, it's 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 a great game, but um, but the good thing about uh, the new Ninja Turtles game, Shredder's Revenge, it's it's same creators of that. Ninja Turtles are voiced by the ones from the '80s cartoon, oh, which was cool. like back yeah. in my day. So it's guys that are like around my age that had a passion for Ninja Turtles and those kind of games. And so it's a game where like we're able to I can bond over. He like you know one time he wanted to like fighting game or something, and I you know I 
whooped him, and he's like, I don't want to do it anymore. I'm like, okay, <laughs> do, it with your, do it with your friends. Or it was, like, it was like a wrestling game or something. And, uh, anyway, but um, but yeah, I, for, I guess I guess it was, it's funny. With my nephews, I was like, yeah, whoop the hell out of them. <laughs> with my son, I was like, we just did co-op. We, yeah, we yeah, yeah, I get it. I get, there'll wanna be a day for that. want to build them up. When he gets Definitely older and he's like good at he it, talking I can't yeah. practice, then I'm going to be mad. That's probably why I'm going to start gaming again. Like, oh, yeah. I can't let him beat you. <sighs> Gonna be tough. I just don't have that much time anymore. He, most of the video games are done by him and his. Because it's his it's a special day as like a son when you beat your dad at video games. Because my father was a gamer too, and like when I beat him at Madden, it was over. Like it was done. So <laughs> let, let's let's go there. We got uh, it's of course Lynn Burton over there. I'm Scott Prather, and uh, we have a couple of new guys in here. Blaze Bro, who is sitting over there quietly, just you know impressing the ladies and calling me un- unprofessional You're sitting there being yoked soaking it all in right now. Have, i get it okay. first have, time i understand then we have nick Jeremy right there um who is apparently almost a, a an e-sport an e- gamer um i fell off hard man best sports video game of all time oh man that's tough that is so tough oh uh, it's like I just asked Sean to like so no, because because, because no, 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 because like you can go multiple different the routes with this. Problem. Like, there's the NCAA games which are great, which I would say maybe the one with like uh, Denard Robinson on the cover. Yes, that's fourteen. Oh yeah, that's fourteen. I, yeah, that's 14. I'd say that one. Two uh, K with Michael Jordan on it when you got the Jordan trials. That was a great two K. Yeah. Um, Madden with Vic. Course, Vic on the cover. That was a great. Remember, that, remember the commercial? That's not in the playbook. But yep. It should be. <laughs> Screw that. That's the Falcons. Y'all should all be ashamed of you. I'm just, look. That was uh, a great game. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I am the biggest Mike Vic guy on the planet. All right. I, I I will stand up, put my hands up, and say, even when he was a Falcon, I loved Mike Vic. All right. Well, you can get out. Do you, <laughs> own, do you, do you own a dog? Oh, huh? I do. I did. I do. Oh, I, I, I did. Oh man. <laughs> I, I own a I, dog and have a Vic jersey in my house. Oh. <laughs> oh wow. And y'all are just. No, so Michael Vick goes. I I saw him. I was at the national title game when he was at Virginia Tech, and he's like 19, and he is on the field playing with. At the time, Virginia Tech did not have like a bunch of pros on the team, and they're playing Florida State, who was stacked with them. And Florida State won, but you'd watch Vick, and you're like, it's it's 19. He is like in a video game. Then he went to Atlanta, so I rooted against him hard. And then, you know, obviously the the dog ring thing was bad. But as far as like. He did his time. Yeah, he did. I mean, he, he literally did. went to prison. Mm-hmm. He has come out. He has changed his, his life, life around. around. Yeah, like I, I, you know, I'll bash on the Falcons, but as far as Mike Vick, the guy goes, I'm nothing but respect uh, for for what he's been able to do and turn things around. But best video game, best sports video game of all time is is, is Techno Super Bowl, guys. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's That's hard. his age, man. That's it's, his age. It's, it's 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 iconic. But see, you say that you say it's age, but at the same time, they made a, a mobile football game. That is designed off of Tech Mobile because it's just such yes. a good like. Well y'all play that? Game. Yeah, I, a yeah, lot Metro of my friends Ball? play Absolutely. it, and uh, Metro Ball, on, yes, Lynn? a lot of my yeah, friends play you. it, and I, I don't understand it because there <laughs> was sanctimonious a, over there, like oh, uh, now the younger game. guys are like, hey, <laughs> there's a better history, one. Man. There's a better one out. That's it's called. It, what, it, I don't know how many people play it now, but Madden Mobile. It's a more fluid version of Metro Bowl. It's not so okay. like clunky and stuff. Tech it's Mobile. more like Metro. Metro. See, that's the new one. See, well, Metro Bowl is the mobile app. Tecmo Bowl is the app. No, it, it, that's no, what it's called. Retro Bowl is the app. Oh, retro. I thought he yeah. said Metro. No, no, it is. It's, it's, called, it's, it's Metro Bowl. It's called Metro Bowl. That's
Tecmo Super Bowl, you still had Bo Jackson, by the way, oh, okay. on that one, and Marcus Allen on the Raiders. But, like, it was the first sports game that introduced it, – it, I mean, this is Nintendo. It kept all the stats. You could make trades. That's cool. You could get injured, and then when they came back, they would run out of a hospital, and the nurse ate to them. <laughs> okay? You could simulate seasons – you could do all of these things. You could, you, you know, you had Pro Bowl rosters, and then you could create them, and you could change the playbook. And in in 1991 or 92, 91, I think, maybe 90? I think 91 is when Tecmo Super Bowl came out. That was revolutionary of its time. Oh God, yeah. And, like, most people I don't think appreciate it yet, like those aspects of the game. Dude, I played Tecmo Super Bowl for, like, 20 years. Real. <laughs> I mean, I was still playing it in college, tw- maybe not 20 years, like 15 years. And and I would find people that would play it, and you want to talk about some epic trash-talking showdowns. Oh, the, playing the I Tecmo mean, Bowl? Ooh, and, there's, and then they have a contest every year in Wisconsin. Um, people from around the world go, and they compete. And you, like... Toss a coin, and you can either choose to be player one because you're always going the same way, which is what you're used to, or you get to like pick that you can defer, and then you you pick two teams. So you pick two teams, and then the opponent gets to choose which team they are. So that way, you're not always going to. Mm. Well, I'm always this team. Like there's this right. method behind it, and these there's some hardcore Tecmo Super Bowl community still out there. It's the best. It's one of my. F- it might be my favorite video game of all time. Really? Okay. See, I played it so much back in the day, dude. I think I'm, even though I said all those games, which are iconic, I think I got to go with, and this is a, a wild card, and, and don't judge me out there, listeners, but this is an incredible they game. Already it, are, NFL they are. Street, man. First oh, NFL yes. Street. Okay. Iconic. Oh, yes. Running on the walls is Marshall Falls. Incredible. What was me? the power right. up where you were virtually unstoppable? Game breaker. Yep. Yes, that's, that's what it was. I beat, a it was... My, I beat a friend of mine. I'd never played it on Xbox. He was talking trash. He got a game breaker on defense. I drove down the field, got a touchdown, then had to get a two point conversion and did it. And this I know was it was this was twenty years ago. Or no, this is eighteen, seventeen, it's like oh four, oh five. Yeah, by the time. And he lives like he's older than me. He lives in like California now. I don't see him much. I still text him about that. <laughs> Let's go. That's frustrating. I still text him like, dude, you can't say any. Like, he's like a Niners fan. I'm like, dude, you can't say anything. I drove down the field and you had a game breaker, and he still gets so ticked off. That's, that's impressive on your end because if you as a if you have a game breaker and you're not forcing a fumble or you're not there picking it off, yeah. he, got, he got two fumbles, but I was I was running everything sideline to sideline, so like it got knocked out of bounds. Mm, and every other play, I I was able to get a pass off. I got out of bounds, mm, so he didn't get to jump off the and, wall and, and, and intercept. You, if you mm. and I still had to get two, so if you get a game breaker and you. If you return a two-point conversion, you get four. So he still would have won. Yeah. So it's like, and it didn't help that I, we had another friend with us who, like, he never stops talking. And he was in this guy's ear start <laughs> oh, to finish. So every now and then we still, me and my buddy that was trash talking, we'll just start a group text and we'll text <laughs> my friend Max, who's in California, and he just, he'll call be like, guys, stop shut it. The, like, you got to let <laughs> it go. We're like, never going to let it go. Yeah, can't, can't let just that the go. the thing. People listening to the don't game ever, they're like, what's happening right now? This, these, this just, that's, that's just dudes for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's absolutely. just dudes for you. I mean, a moment in a video game. And I, I had played Street at a friend of mine's house. I was in college at the time Street came out. I played, I was like literally babysitting some like babysitting. 
I was like watching over some high schoolers when their parents were out of town, and the kid had NFL Street and a PlayStation 2, so I played it for like three days straight. <laughs> and it was awesome. I loved oh, yeah. it. And then that summer I was home, and my friend had an Xbox. He's like, have you played? I'm like, I played for a few days on PlayStation. I don't really know these remotes. And then as soon as I said that, my other friend just starts talking trash. Well, he's going to work. He's going to do this. Do <laughs> <laughs> but I love that pick, Lynn, because... Classic, man. That That's from my generation. NFL sure. Street yeah. 2 was good, and then NFL Street 3 wasn't. Yeah, NFL yeah. Street like, 3 was what, washed. What I hate is, like, because of the NFL, like, you know, they, they got rid of Blitz, and they got rid of Street because they didn't want to act like they were glorifying all the hits. It's no like, fun league, by the way. If you came out with the NFL Street today. It's sellout. So like hotcakes. Oh yes, you could. You don't even have to do any that many new things. Nope. nope. You can Just do the to same have the thing. Current rosters. Mm-hmm. Like I would, I would be playing it. Way too much. Oh, like yeah. I would, I would, t- I would use PTO just to play NFL Street. <laughs> Look, and then and you get to pick it. your it's players. So Matt Mahomes would be insane on oh, that game. Yes. Josh Allen would be nuts on that Matt game. Mahomes? Um, Matt Mahomes? No, no, Pat Mahomes. Who's, like, who's Matt Mahomes? Matt Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes would be great. Bobby Wagner with was, Game Breaker. I'm saying like. I'm thinking about the defensive side of this. Khalil Mack coming off the edge, Baller. dude. Miles Garrett. Then you oh, got Kamara wow. running off the walls. Ugh. Great game. Yeah. yeah. Jameis game breaker would be he'd just throw it backwards, but it would always – he'd throw it behind <laughs> his back, but it would always be a touchdown. Oh, yeah. Like, if they had special game breakers suited for the player, so Mahomes would, like, jump up and throw it under his leg. A little underhand oh, throw, dude. no look. Yeah. yeah. Burrow would just, like, start a, uh, you know, a hedge fund, and then he'd just throw the <laughs> – <laughs> No, Burrow, Burrow would just get all the cheerleaders around him in a circle, right. and Joe you couldn't cool. tackle him, yeah. Joe Cool. No, okay, so you, you guys all had friends growing up that you could play these games with. I had brothers, but they were a lot older than me. So by the time I was really a video game playing age, all of the kids in my neighborhood were old and gone. I, I was in a very older neighborhood. So I played a lot of single player and like solo games. You're talking about best sports video game of all time. I have to bring up Tony Hawk's Underground. Nah, good, one. good call. All right. Great, great time. I like it. I mean, you, you think about like... Talking about the first one or the second one? Both. I mean, yeah. they're both really good. Uh, the second one probably had a better soundtrack. That's that was, the one that, that I, I'm thing, partial I super to. In, I'm super into music, and specifically that kind of music. I grew up with that. So, I mean. They're like, what oh was God. it, like whiny punk pop? Nah. Yes, well, whiny punk pop. I will, they, they, I will. They, had, they had that mixture of, like, underground hip-hop. I mean, that they had NFL some street, metal. too. NFL yeah, street some metal in there. That's what I'm like saying. Yeah, it was, it was like, oh, it was mixed. I'm straight up. I've never played NFL Street. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, but Tony Hawk was great. A lot of a lot of good soundtrack in number two. All right. Yeah, NFL Street was too violent for my parents to buy it for me, but uh, (laughs) too violent. But it's okay. No, they they did still buy me Halo. Hey, look, (laughs) I remember when my when I had to convince my mom to buy me Halo, she was like, "What you want to do with?" She's like, "You don't kill people in this, right? It's just aliens." And I was like, "Yeah, aliens." (sighs) You you said NFL Street was too violent. Is it Tony Tony? If I remember correctly, Tony Hawk Underground. When you fell, didn't like blood come out like on the street? Oh yeah, you you break your legs legs and stuff. Dude, NHL 94 was a classic game, and I'm not even a hockey guy, but, like, those early NHL games where you could punch someone and then, like, the blood would come on the ice, and it's just little pixelated, like, red out of the head, but it was such a big deal. You ever seen the movie Swingers with Vince Vaughn and John Favreau? (laughs) Classic. It's such – there's a scene in there. Where they're playing – They're playing video games, and I remember the first time I saw it, like, back when I was uh, younger, I was like – the first time I've seen this in a movie, like not the wizard where it's a kid playing, not not like someone at an arcade and it's just in the background. A legit movie of like guys in their twenties just gaming. talking trash and playing a video game on beanbags. Like now you see that back when that came out in like ninety five, ninety six, I was like, this is the first time I've 
I've seen this in a game, and Vince Vaughn's like, I'm going to make Gretzky bleed. I'm going to make Gretzky. And his friend's got like a <laughs> Gretzky jersey on. And his friend has to pause the game to go get the pizza. And he unpauses it and busts his head yeah. open. And the friend gets so mad. He's and they're all, I'm like, oh, no, that man. is. That is dudes right there. Like when, that, you, when that, you were that's describing your Tecmo Bowl and like you're playing NFL, just the that's scene awesome. that was in my head. I was picturing you in that moment. It's like, awesome. Yeah, 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 that's exactly what I was thinking of. Just, just uh, it, it, that's it. All right, Blaze. What's the best sports video game? I have a lot of memories in NCAA 14, and nice. I'll, I'll tell you why. Uh, so I had this thing where I wanted to win a, a national championship with teams that would never have a chance of winning a national championship. So I went 16 and 0 with Louisiana Tech. Nice, reminds and me of my Schubert. Blew out Alabama now, in the BCS. Now let's let everyone know he was not at UL yet when he when he. No, I, like, I was not. I was tech. not. This was high school. This was people like people are going to get mad. I know yeah. UL people are going to be like, "What Tech?" Well, it's it's okay because Louisiana Tech is never going to actually do that. So no, not, not at all. But I actually I've I've won one. I had one with nice. Louisiana Tech. I had one with UL. I played with UL. Uh, that one jipped me because I went undefeated, but maybe their strength of schedule wasn't strong enough. I ended up being ranked number three, which at the time, the BCS era, you have to be either one or two to get yeah. into the national championship. So I finished ranked number three when I played with UL. Nice. I was upset about that. But I have won with teams that have never won before, Boise State, teams like that. So I have a lot of memories, a lot of hours put into NCAA I like 14. I like Good that. call. I like both their choices. The NCAA, so it used, a long time ago, it was originally called Bill Walsh football. Jeez. It was you know, Bill Walsh was you know I think he had been at Stanford but he was more known for the Niners but it would it, they couldn't list I had that on Sega CD so they list the school's name so they would list the town but it'd be like and and it wasn't the early Bill Walsh games didn't have like every school it would just have like classic teams that won that like finished in the top five or something so like. LSU was on there, but it was just Baton Rouge 87. That's funny. But the, if you knew the teams, all the numbers, you could be like, what? Bo Jackson was on Auburn in 83. And you'd go and you'd find that team, and it was like that. There was, there was an element to it of like you had to kind of figure things out. But it was, it was a fun game. And then eventually it was just NCAA football, EA NCAA football. Mm-hmm. And they had all the numbers, and I had it on PlayStation and – Great played game. it all the time, and then you could create your own team. I would play with oh, LSU, yeah. and I'd play with UL. But with LSU, I'd kind of like just leave guys. With UL, I just put all my friends on it, and you'd put your names in there, and then I'd win the Heisman. And yeah, it would yeah. take a while because you like like Blaze was saying, you could go even back in the nineties, you could go undefeated and still not, and yeah. you yeah. could change your schedule. So I'd, I'd stack the schedule yeah, like right. hard teams, and it would take like. By year three, all right, you, you win in the. I haven't lost, ro- destroying everyone. <laughs> year two not in not in ncaa 98 fair that's fair I, then playing from high school into college winning the heisman good times let me ask you this guys nick blaze lynn all in here right now for this segment it's a great sketch show espn lafayette the best ticket in sports the new ncaa game supposed to come out mm-hmm. coming back is this is there any way this thing can live up to the hype or is everyone about to be really disappointed Mm, good question. The mechanics of me plays a big, big factor into that yeah. question. Are you going to go into the traditional Madden mechanics? Because if you do, then you're going to lose and disappoint a lot of your fans. The people love NCAA because of the mechanics of the game. It's just loose. It's not as clunky. You can cut on a dime. It's just fun. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, spot no, on. Yeah, spot, spot on. on. If it's the Madden, if the if it's the Madden IO 
oof or iOS, whatever it is, it, people are going to be upset. And there I mean, was some good Madden yeah. games, but there was a lot of misses. There's a lot of misses. Yeah, people were mad just when the preview came out. Like 22, yeah. when t- 22 is not, so a good, is not a good Madden it's game. Really, hands up. Game. I hadn't played Madden in a lot. Like, I own was the one with Breeze on the cover. That was ooh, oh, Madden, Madden 11. 11, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was a 10, 10, and, like, it was... Every year, like, I, I played it at some friends' houses, but I was like, this just feels like the same game. It yeah, is. Yeah, it is. And, and then, it just and then I just started playing, like, independent other games that I didn't need to play Madden anymore. Right. I don't know. Well, so just, what, I, you know. what I'll say about that, actually, so quick point about the Madden. Now, that Madden 23, they're saying they're going to change a whole bunch of stuff mechanically. Uh-huh. They're, they're, they're getting rid of, like, so Madden for the longest time has been animation-based, so you could see an animation play and you know, like, that's what's happening. They're starting to get rid of that and starting to move away from that more towards like a physics-based system. If they can make that work within the next couple years before NCAA comes out, and they then maybe in three years we'll be saying we do want the Madden system because the Madden system by that time will have changed. Another spot on take. People are saying twenty three is good. I've, I got a lot of friends playing the beta. I, I'm I'm hoping it is because I've been I've been miserable in the last couple of Madden games. But I think another yes. important point is with all this nil stuff, there should be able. You you were telling me they're probably going to work on making players. So they came out, I saw uh, an Instagram post from NCAA, and they have a lot of NIL rules and deals that are coming out with this NCAA game that's supposed to debut sometime in July of 23, so next year, and uh, I saw it's like a tier-based system depending on which schools get what amount of money. There's like four different categories of money that get doled out to these schools, and it's going off a tier-based system, so I don't know if that depends on conference or... The population of the school, how much money each school brings in per revenue, but it's supposed to be only all FBS teams, so no FCS teams will be in this game. Okay, dude, I don't, I don't know. I, I understand for legal reasons why it has to be that way, but you would not have to pay me to get my name. In all I just game. want in the new NCAA game is give us like the best teams of the tens of like the two thousand tens, two thousand. Like if I can play as like Joe Burrow two thousand nineteen, yeah, I have a good time. That would probably, yeah, that'd probably be pretty cool. There's some there's some good ones. I mean, Lamar Jackson. I think everybody would yeah. love to play as Louisville oh, yes. Lamar Jackson. Good call. Absolutely. I mean, you want to talk about video game numbers? He was doing it in real life. Yes, he was. The things yes, that he was fair. doing in, in Louisville, and it was it was ridiculous. I think everybody would love to go back and play with him and the Baker Mayfields and the CD oh, yes. Lambs and Johnny Manziel's. Uh, yes, uh-huh. there's so many great players we lost out on. Play with some of these guys on Madden. I mean, no, it's not the same. Uh, not Johnny not, Manziel. Not the same. <laughs> you can play. Poker with Manziel yeah, in the well, dark alley at this point. No, you just, just, just go to Steak. <laughs> He's on Steak, the, the gambling website. He's there, there he is. <laughs> hey, guys, they're paying me to do this in credit, and I still owe them money on this gambling website. ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. All right, uh, Lynn Blake, you're pre-recording this. Lynn is uh, getting some much-deserved R&R this week, but you guys will be hearing Nick Sheremy and Blaze Bro. More as we move forward. We're going to take a commercial timeout. We're going to do one more segment with them this morning. Uh, in the summertime, I like to do a segment called On Five. So what we do is we draft five things out of a category, like a snake draft. So in the past, I've done best sports movie villains or sports movies or Terrell Smith and Mike Carney, two former fullbacks who got a lot of people ticked off with their Mount Rushmore of fullbacks, which I think is hilarious. Um they're going to be on with me on July 5th, and we'll be, we'll be doing on five of best TV series of all times. Ooh, okay. And all I right. promise you, you're going to be shocked when you see what Terrell Smith's list is, that one of the craziest football players that I've ever known, you would have never guess what he would put down. But that's the great <laughs> thing about this. But I got some guys in here that 
what we're going to do is we're going to draft best jersey numbers. Best jersey numbers. That's the only criteria. That's it. That's the criteria. Best jersey numbers. Make up it what you will. We're going to do that when we come back right after this on a great Scott show on a Monday. This is ESPN Lafayette. Best ticket in sports. Sports talk that's so legit, it smells like beer and chicken wings. I mean, can't you smell it? I'm smelling barbecue, too. ESPN Lafayette, ESPNLafayette.com, and the ESPN Lafayette app. into the great scott show I want to remind you guys about eat lafayette the eat lafayette campaign happening all summer download the eat lafayette passport you enter for a chance to win a trip to charlotte paid airfare lodging all of that three-day trip just by eating at your favorite restaurants locally lafayettetravel.com head there get a list of all the restaurants but support local eat local enjoy the food and uh, win something possibly in the process can't beat that with a stick. That is Lynn Burton. We got Nick Sheremy and Blaze Bro in the house as well. What's going on? Blaze, we'll call him Blaze Yoked. Blaze Yoked. Blaze oh, Yoked in the house. I don't know if he wants that. I'm just nah, gonna, yeah. I'm just I mean, the man, the man comes in his first segment ever on the air, and he's calling me unprofessional. So <laughs> that's his first impression wasn't of exactly me. wasn't exactly like that. That's his, it was just verbatim, right? Or close, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not taking a no, side. Uh, <laughs> um yeah, no, so we know what Blaze's first impression of me is. It's unprofessional, right? <laughs> Nick, what is, what is your first impression of me? Okay, well, you, so I got to admit, uh, I followed you on Twitter before I ever met you in person. Oh, all right. So, Uh-oh, I don't know. Is that a good or so bad thing? I saw that skit that you did with the Alvin Kamara cereal. Oh, okay. Now, you got to understand, this is a very different Scott Prather I'm looking at here with no beard, right? Different situation. You're doing acting. You're doing a great job acting. I come in, you got this little beard going on, you're real chill, real relaxed, and I was like, oh, this is completely <laughs> different than what I was seeing on Twitter. Fair this enough. is not, you know, the Jay Gruden that I was listening to talk. Fair enough. So. Did he do a good job acting? I think he did. Yeah, I think. Just, just, I mean, you know. <laughs> I think some of those. I 20, think some, plus views. Were, oh, what? Oh, oh wow. He's flexing platforms. out the numbers. Talk that talk. Oh, yeah. Across different platforms. Oh, talk that talk. Breaking out the numbers. Platforms, but <laughs> sure. Stats out. He's got page views in different area codes, brother. I mean, you know. Lynn Burton. All right. Well, no, it, it, it's funny. Um, you know, we've had people come in in the past and they're like, yeah, I just kind of heard you on the radio or I saw you somewhere and then I see you off the air. You're just kind of quiet and. Just sit around. Oh, no. If anybody saw me in person, like, I'm... What what you just said has been not as far as this, like, sketch I did goes, but in general, a lot of people are like, man, you're no more quiet than I thought you were. Like, what do they expect you to be in, like, public? You're kind of... Well, I always say, like, when you go on the radio, it's like, you just be you, but you just got to dial it up. Yeah. Right? So, like, you know, when I'm on the radio, it's, I want to be closer to that guy that was talking nonstop trash when I was... You know, beat my friend who had a game breaker and still couldn't stop me. Yeah, as I drove down the field on his ass. All right, uh, what was your first impressions, uh, or what is you know, you guys are just meeting Lynn for the first time this morning. Early impression. 
Give me uh, all you got. Give me all you got, please. Don't hold give back. Give me all you got. Give me all you got. Let's see a lot of the same uh, vibes that I saw in you, Scott. Uh, very laid back, very chill. Uh, you know, you hear guys on the radio, they got a lot of upbeat energy, but it's still a very professional place when you walk into Town Square and things like that, but everybody's relaxed. It's something a lot different because when I was at UL, uh, they don't train you a whole lot in a lot of the classes that you take. It's not a lot in radio. It's a lot in TV. So everybody's real like uppity up in, I don't want to use the word snooty because I don't want to bash no, people it's not too snooty. It's, it's but more, it's, it's it's more professional. professional. Yeah, it's more, and I, yeah, I don't want to use that word. as a word that's like it's bad. <laughs> right, though. But it's, it's, it's a lot more strict. There's a lot more rules and guidelines you have to follow in terms of appearance and just everything that you have to do. And so when you get to a radio station, everybody's just laid back. And I find it's it's a lot helpful because you can really, like you said, dial it up and get more into your personality, into your craft, and really it puts out a better product. Sure. So it's two very different mediums, right? Yes. I mean, they yeah, go on TV, and it's hi, I'm Scott Action Five News. We're at the scene with Coach Burton right now, where his team just blew a lead in NFL Street despite having a game breaker. Coach Burton, describe the devastating feeling you're going through right now. And what did you tell your team in the locker room? See, that's where I would just hit you with a bunch of explicitives and we're on live TV and it's like, nope, cut the, cut the commercial. Cut the commercial. Get him out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Give it all to me. Give me all you got. Funny enough, I, I just reviewed that movie. Me and my, for my, for my uh, movie review pod. It was good. I, I don't know that movie, fellas. I, I've been told. Uh, look at that. Not on one line. Oh. Oh. Dang. Oh. <laughs> Blaze, you know where that's from? No, I do not. Well, I didn't tell you on professional. Here's your one hint, and it has nothing to do with the movie because y'all don't know it. <laughs> What's the hint? What, it's been. How would you describe the weather outside? Mm. What 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 index continues to rise? Oh, it's heat. Heat. Oh, heat. nice. Good 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 heat. hint. Heat. Great movie. Wait, I've I've I okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna come clean here. I'm, I was a moving image arts major. I did movies for a living. For all throughout college. No heat. I've seen heat. When was the last time you saw it? Probably about 10, 12 yeah. years ago. Oh, yeah. Two, I saw it with my oh, brothers. You know, they're coming out day. with the book, Michael Mann. Heat Number two. two. It, funny enough, and Pacino was like, In August. I, I was talking about this, and I told my pot, I gave the story about how you do the Gimme All You Got thing. Gimme All You Got! And, um, <laughs> and he, too, apparently, like Pacino, Michael Mann doesn't want to make it into a movie, but Pacino has right. been trying to talk him into it. And he was like, yo, get Timothy Chalamet to play me. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if Timothy, Timothy could be Chalamet. Vincent. Like, it takes place over different, and, you know, I mean, Val can't reprise his. You'd have to recast everyone, everyone for he sure. Too you, you know, you know, I wouldn't mind, Lynn. And Michael Mann won't do it because he just does movies. If they did like a 10 part miniseries. Now, wait, let me stop you. Michael Mann did just do TV on HBO, Tokyo Vice. That oh, was I him. Watched it yet. It's I great. Tokyo Vice. It's, on, it's okay. on my queue of things to watch, actually. It's on my queue. I didn't know that was Michael Mann. That's Michael Mann, yeah. Hey, so right. he could, all he right. too okay. could be. I got you. Give me all you got. He might give you all he's got, man. I got to yep. read He Too when it comes out in August. Got though. to. Yep. What's the last book you guys read? And be oh. honest, don't even lie. Oh. oh. Oh, we no. talk, any book? <laughs> well, I, that's I'll what I'm the, waiting for. I'll be the judge of that. I'm going to get some judgment from from listeners. It was uh, on the radio for right. me. It was a Cold War book. Okay, was it for school? 
It was for school, but okay. I, I read it through. We didn't have to read it through and through, and I did read it through and through well, because I actually yeah, enjoyed yeah. it. Okay. okay. I, I, Respect. I, I, no, I thought no, you were going to no. say something else so that's more close I'm to not, me. Let's hear Nick's. No, 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 I'm not done with Blaze yet. He, <laughs> had you not been in school, would you have ever picked up that would book? Would I have picked up that book? No, okay. but I'm glad right. I did read it. No, but that doesn't count. Okay, what's the last What is the last book you read just leisurely? Oh, wow. High school. Leisurely high school. And you uh, just read it for fun, not because you had to? Yeah. Okay. Probably, uh... uh Blaze is a young guy, ladies and gentlemen. So high school wasn't that long ago. Not know. No, <laughs> four years ago. Probably, uh, one of the last books of the, uh, Divergent series. Okay. Nice, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. That, that, that's allowed. I'll allow it. Okay. It's still my show, guys. Y'all aren't hosting <laughs> oh, hey, yet. Hey, hey. <laughs> Just kidding. Lynn, Lynn, well, no, I can see what Lynn was doing. He was starting to defend Blaze, but I really, was. Blaze... Don't be fooled. He was just setting it up so that he could protect himself for whatever <laughs> he's about to say. Yeah, there you go. I'm going last. Uh, I want to hear Nick's. Oh, uh, so, <laughs> I'm going last because like, I, no, I look, know I'm going to get flagged. I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you guys straight up. I, I, I love reading. I, I genuinely enjoy sitting down with a book, quiet. Nice. Quiet, nice. Get to just read. You know, have a little I drink. enjoy reading as well. I, but I am a huge Star Wars nerd. I'm a huge nerd, period. I'm a huge Star Wars you guy. Get a lot uh-huh. of Let me clear my throat here. Uh, last book I read was a Star Wars novel. That's called Republic Commando. It's a whole series. Came out like 2000, whatever, million years ago. I've read these books like five or six times all the way through, but they're just my probably one of my favorite series. All so, right. you know. So you go back. It's a book. You read a book you'd already read before. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. All right. I, Still answers better but than mine. when was the last? When was that? Oh, that was like a month ago. Okay. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Still no pictures. <laughs> now, now. If mine counts, like I, I read comics and not mild all the time. Comics count. What was the last book you read? There wasn't a comic book. That wasn't a comic book. You gonna read Heat Two? Yeah, I'm definitely gonna read Heat Two. I don't. I, I don't I, know if I believe. You. I think the last. Hold on, I'll tell you. <laughs> I don't I'll go, even know if I believe. I'll you. go in my iBooks and tell you because I think the last book I read was Coach K's book. Which oh, was like... Did, did he admit that he was just nothing but a hypocrite and a <laughs> shyster the whole time? <laughs> it was just him talking about... Uh, oh, no, 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 no. I lied. Last book I read was Dune. I did read oh, Dune. Oh, okay. Dune is a yeah, really good classic. book. Holy the cow. Bo- it's a, it's a, I read it right before the movie came. Well, when, the, when we were in the pandemic, it was supposed to drop. The movie was supposed to drop in 2020, and then it got pushed back a year, and well, I was done. like, I'm not waiting. I read uh, 15 to 28, Coach Deggs' book. read it last week. Nice. Read oh, okay. It, yeah. oh, he had been, he'd been kind of pressuring me. I say he, he, he hadn't really. He kind of... Gave me a gripe once on the air about it, but in a friendly way. I'm like, you know what? This summer, um, I haven't read Coach Rove's book yet. I'm planning on doing that. I'll read He Too. Uh, at some point, I'll reread the Beastie Boys book, which is gigantic, but I loved every page of it. Um, reading is fun. It's hard to find time to do much of anything at this time in my life, but when you can read, when you can game, it's fun. All right, I lied. We were gonna do we're gonna do an on five segment. We're gonna draft jersey numbers, and we are. I I promise I will not get us sidetracked. I, it's my fault. It's my fault. We'll be right back after this. We'll draft best jersey numbers. It's the Great Scott Show on ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. What you, what are you saying? Oh, you trekkies and TV addicts. Don't mean to this, don't mean to bring static. Come on. Oh, you cling to your grandma's house. Grab your back street friend to get loud. Bullet doors off inches. ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Scorpio. Look, what 
Well, welcome back into the Great Scott Show. That's it. That's all. That's my four-year-old daughter's favorite song. Oh, nice. She knows the words. That's getting training young. Is her Zodiac sign Scorpio? No. No. She just plays a bunch of Beastie Boys. She doesn't know what that is. I want y'all to pay attention to how he comes on the radio because when he's gone, I'm going to do an impression that I do every time that he's gone, and I want y'all to tell me how accurate it is. Y'all don't even have to wait. I have it on... I have it. I Wait, have, have you recorded? Do you have it recorded? It's terrible. <laughs> oh, you, you, this is. I want y'all to hear it because keep bear in mind. Lynn was giving me grief for my impressions earlier of Lou Holtz and Jay Gruden and you know. Wait, he Aaron really? I didn't, I didn't know he he recorded. That's me doing because this. Lynn never listens to my show. That's why go. he does it. He That's, only yeah. he, he does his show and he leaves. <laughs> listen how bad this is. Listen to this. Good morning. Good morning. How you living? How you feeling? This is the Great Scott Show. I am not Scott Prather. My name is Lyndon Burton, and I'm joined by my guy, Mr. Norman Locke. We're filling in for Scott. Norm, how you doing this morning? Did you like my Scott impersonation? I thought it was pretty good. No, it was it was it was horrible. It was really horrible. <laughs> Shout out Norman Locke. He's right. <laughs> that was early. That that no, was early, early impression. It's gotten better, better. It's gotten way better. Yeah, over hey time. guys, what you doing? How you feeling? How you nah, doing? See, it's gotten a lot better feeling. over time. Yeah, you this gotta, is the you great Scott show. How you living? How you feeling? How you feeling? How you feeling? I'm literally. I don't think in my entire life I've ever said how you feeling. Well, you have now. It's the it's the inflection of the voice that I'm going. Uh, for. It's, think, not, it's not necessarily what I'm saying. It's not a direct. Like, I, I I I understand it's not the words you're saying. It's just a terrible impression. We should we shall say, we'll, well we'll do it when 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 you're out of yeah, we'll do it in we'll two see. weeks. Yep. When I'm when I'm off the grid, can't chime in. Hey, if it's I'll say this. If it's good, I'll give you your props, and I will All laugh. Right. Yeah, we I'll got laugh. we got it. I'm not. I you can laugh. You guys can laugh at me. I'm not. I'm not sensitive. It's got it's gotten better over time. But but he won't do it on the spot. So he won't do it just looking no, I can't at me. Do, I can't do it now. No, he's gonna he's gonna have to stand in the mirror for an hour in the morning to get ready to do that. <laughs> Look right. at himself. He's gonna have a picture of you on his phone next to him in the <laughs> mirror. Gotta really get into character. Chance, that's that's yeah. tad too much. He's going to get into character. Yeah, he's going <laughs> method He's just gonna actor. get type one diabetes and like get a dog and a wife and, <laughs> and a mortgage and just paycheck to paycheck <laughs> and put <laughs> on a smile all the time and reminisce about his glory days playing Nintendo and <laughs> talk you, about heat. You gotta you live in, in the a few, in a few Nintendo competitions now to really get into to get, it. Get, uh, get me in the proper zone. I'm gonna have it ready. Yeah, Tecmo Super Bowl. Get it. (laughs) All right, let's do it. We're going to draft jersey numbers. I will, uh, let me pull up a little. A little randomizer? Because I was wondering who was getting first pick. No, no, no. I don't even care who gets first pick. I just want to keep track so we don't use the same ones here. Um, Why don't we, why don't we be nice guests? Okay. Why don't we let, why don't we let this, this young professional. Yeah. From Lauraville. We'll let Blaze go first. Anybody want to go second? I'll go second. I'm All not right. ashamed to ask. All right. Lynn, Nick, you're third. I'll go fourth. It is a snake draft, by the way, fellas. Okay. Okay. Um, so let me. Uh, all right, Blaze. You Any number in the world, you get to go first. Don't blow it. I'm going to go with a number that I feel like, A, everybody kind of wanted as a kid. I feel like everybody kind of wanted to have this number no matter the sport that you were playing. And I did a little research on this number, and a lot of big names have worn this number. So my first one, I'm going to go with number seven. And I think the first one that comes to mind, who's had this number, Cristiano Ronaldo, CR7 himself. Respect. Really, really, who doesn't know Cristiano Ronaldo? doesn't matter if you like soccer, if you follow soccer or not. He's one of the biggest athletes in the world. Everybody knows who he is. And 
But for me personally, when I first think of Seven uh, and a lot of, I'm going to catch a lot of heat from my Raging Cajun alumni and fans here. But LSU, we all know what that number means to that university. (laughs) Everybody knows what that number means to that university. The Honey Badger, Patrick Peterson, Leonard Fay, Chark, all these guys wore that number and wore it so well and did great things in it. Exactly. So Rondell Mealy. <laughs> you got a lot of go. a lot of legends who wore that number, and then you got some guys uh, to, in today's league. Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, I was about to say. I mean, you just you're trying to be like Big Ben. I don't know. If that's a good. Uh, maybe I, I maybe not off the I don't field. Think you wise. should role model yourself. Maybe not off Look, the field. I, he he got all my respect when he said CR seven is the first one. I thought he was gonna say the Honey Badger. But look, seven, good choice. Not yeah, bad at it. Choice. Not right, bad at right. it. All right, so, I'll, so I'm going to call him Roethlisberger now. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm wow. Mess, I'm just messing with you, Blaze. <laughs> He's yeah. like, what's happening? Yeah, I don't know about Blaze. that one. I don't big know about Blaze that one. Work. He, what's that? Big Blaze? Big Blaze. Instead big of Big Ben? Blaze. <laughs> He's Blaze, If he wants to be like Big Ben, not in the... You know, in, in in ways that we can laugh about, he should just all every time he's on the air, he should complain about his throat, tell everyone how much he's hurting, and then go and do a show. Or if he's typing a story like, "Man, I got carpal tunnel," but I'm just gonna. I mean, no one other than Brett Favre, no one loved to let the media know about their injuries more than Big Ben. But then also got to talk bad about his his teammates, like yeah. all of us. I'd say this: so, one tough SOB on the field, but yeah, all right, um, all right, Lynn. He, he made it easy for me. He made it super easy for me because I thought I was thinking like, oh, my, my number's getting picked because that's why I said I was like, I want second pick. See what happens. I don't even have to t- spend time explaining this. This is the best number. It's like when you think of this number, you think of iconic legends. Give me 23. Oh, give me 23. Sure. See, see, here's the thing. I I'm I'm 23 was on my list, but it was not nearly high enough to be a first round pick. Really? There's Number only one. Th- I mean, look. You, 23 was I mean, it's, it's, it's just two it's, of the goats are 23. It, it's yeah. Jordan, Jordan and LeBron. Jordan. Like, LeBron, I'll, take, I'll take the two best LeBron, basketball players over. Like, LeBron wore six for a little while. I know Jordan wore 45 for like a week. Yeah, but come on. 23 is Jordan's number. Oh, for sure it is. Yeah, you, all you young kids, this LeBron stuff. It is Jordan. People wear 23 because they want to emulate Jordan. He wore it in any sport. Yeah. Now, the greatest 23 ever was Pierre Thomas. There you <laughs> go. There you go. I don't know. But no, I. I like 23, but I, there, there are a lot of other numbers that I think has some better, maybe not better players associated 20, 23 with 23 was up there for me. 23 was up there for me. No, Nick, tell, let Lynn have it. Hey, look, look I, I respect the quantity answer, but my quality, it, it takes a lot to beat the quality of 23. Uh, no, I went fair. with quantity, but, but quality-wise, 23 why, was up there. That's why I said your 7 was smart. See, I, I thought 7 was my second choice. And because I, 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 when I with these number choices, I'm going with quality of players over the quantity of that's players fair. that I can respect it. All so right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna flip you right around. I'm gonna go 32. Nice. You got, you got Shaq. You got Magic. You got Jim Brown. Edron James. Jim who Brown. I grew up watching. Jim Brown. Good Carl call. Malone. Jim Brown. Oof. Yeah. No. You got some legends playing 32. Actually, I'll say it. Maybe not a legend, but my favorite player growing up that wasn't a Saint. Maurice Jones Drew wore 32. Love that guy. Jim Brown. Silence falls over. The I love watching. Just, old NFL no, films. you just made me realize how old I am. When you're like, man, growing up watching Maurice Jones Drew, like when I was a kid, I'm like, dang, I'm old. <laughs> I'm old. Uh, yeah, Magic. I mean, look, who's the first 32 you think of? Shaq. 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 Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, See, we're, I think it's Shaq young. 33 though. Like, well, I, I have Shaq for 33 as well. And he didn't wear 32 in L.A. I, but he was I like remember 32 with the magic for like four years. But see, I, I remember Shaq with the magic. So you remember four years and nothing else? I, I, I think of Magic Johnson, who, by the way, his nickname is an oxymoron, which I've always found uh, funny. All right, 32, though. Good choice. Good choice. 
I'm going to go number three, fellas. Nice. Solid number choice. Three, that was my third fair. choice. You got yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's my favorite number. That's really the only reason I picked it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, I mean, you get Dale Earnhardt Jr. You get yeah, Dale, Dale Jr. Dale that's Earnhardt. why I did it, boy. And Dale Sr. You get Dale D-Wade. Dale Jr. You get D-Wade. I get Chris Paul. Yep. Russell Wilson. Uh, in a Hornets uniform. I get, you know, I get C.J. McCollum. You get Babe Ruth. I get, I mean, I get Babe Ruth. Come on. Yeah, come I hadn't on. thought about good. any of that stuff, but I'll take it all. Uh, number three. We'll go with number three. And uh, secondly, back to you. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll go with number 33. Damn. I mean, that's, that's Shaq. Dominant Shaq. At LSU. That was, that's, that's, that's Larry Bird. That's, that was my second pick. Yeah, that was Kareem. I have Pat Ewing for that. Peanut Tillman. Ewing. I mean, Kareem. Come on. Yeah, Pat, yes, you have one peanut. of the greatest freshman peanut. high school football players of all time in Louisiana named Nicholas Sheremy, wore 33. Oh, that, wow. That, that so I took, an, I took a number that Nick, one of the greatest took, freshman high school football players. The only, the only other number I wore besides 29. Okay. All right. 33 is my pick. So I've got three and 33, and now we are on a snake draft. It is back to you, Nick. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a step up again. I'm going to say 24. Ooh, 24, you got Kobe, I right? Like it, I like it. Kobe and probably, I would argue Kobe in his best years was 24. I think Kobe is better at 24 than he is as 8. You got King Griffey Jr. That's the one. You got Ricky Henderson, probably the best base runner of all time. Oof, great. Uh, beast Mode, 24. Now, we, you know, we don't, we don't want to talk about too much about what he did. Yeah, not the, the Beast Saints, Leave but, that alone. Leave that but alone. Beast Mode, I mean, come on, one of the most fun football players to watch. Definitely the most in an interview. Yeah. No question. Never seen a guy say so little, have so much of an impact. Of course, yeah. <laughs> and probably one of the most underrated cornerbacks of like my time watching football is Champ Bailey. I mean, you that think dude's yes. underrated. I think he's underrated. I, I think, think he gets overshadowed. He gets overshadowed. I think he's probably rated. or maybe yeah. he's overshadowed because I, I think he was he was corner. Yeah, he'll be in the Hall of Fame. All right, yeah. twenty four is great. First one I thought of was King Griffey Jr. Yeah. Yes. First one I thought of. Um Kobe, though, obviously, yeah, you know, that, that, that's probably where a lot of people go. All right, Lynn, it is back to you here in the snake draft. Okay, so I'm going number eight. I'm going oh, number eight. I get, I get Kobe again. I get Alexander Ovechkin. I get um, Cal Ripken Jr. And I get Yogi Berra. So, qua- again, quality. They're all looking at your phones. I just had to, all, they're all looking at who notes. are this number. I'm just I'm just. Hey, you told it. me to do research this I morning. I appreciate it. No, but you, I mean. You just stole. See, everybody knew I'm off cuff. We're, we're going <laughs> off cuff, baby. <laughs> all right, this is uh, on five. Blaze, bro, you're up. We, we, you got, uh, before Blaze gives his back-to-back picks, this is a great Scott show. I'm Scott Prather. Pre-recorded this segment, Lynn Burton, and uh, some new guys you'll be hearing on the air this summer from time to time. Nick Sheremy and Blaze. Bro, Blaze, uh, so jersey numbers. For my second pick, I'm going to go with, I'm going to be honest, Lynn stole my second pick just now with number eight. Kobe and all of them. Like that. Alexander Ovechkin. I just butchered his last name. I know I did. But uh, Lynn took my, my second pick there. But I'm going to go to my to my third spot with my second pick, and I'm going to go with 21. You got some great guys there. First one that comes to mind for me is uh, Primetime Deion Sanders. Yeah. One of the best athletes to ever play the game both ways. Did it on offense, did it on defense. You got Tim Duncan there. Uh, you got Kevin Garnett. You got, we mentioned Deion Sanders. Charles Woodson is more of a modern guy. I uh, love Charles Woodson. Really hard-hitting safety. So 21, going with my pick there. Uh, great number. And again, I think a lot of kids want it to be 21. Probably this upcoming season's best running back in the Sun Belt will be 21, Mr. Chris Smith. Yes, sir. Nice. I like that pick. All right, so 21, Blaze, you, you get two here. 
I'm going to go with uh, another number just for one guy and one guy only. Uh, I played linebacker in high school. And so uh, I didn't wear this number because it was taken by a guy who was older than me. And by the time I, I got my number, I was real settled into it. But uh, 52 because of Ray Lewis. I grew yes. up watching Ray Lewis. And that I didn't, I wasn't really alive. Well, I was alive, but I didn't really grow up watching that historic defense that that Ravens had in 2000. But I've seen a lot of NFL films on it. I watch a lot of the old flashback games. And I watched a lot of his career in Ray Lewis, man, one right. of the best linebackers. He likes Ray Lewis. He likes Ben Roethlisberger. My guess is Blaze likes lawyers a lot. Good lawyers. <laughs> 52 is hey, a good He's pick. professional. That's a good you got to right. You always got to have a good lawyer. It doesn't matter what you do. Uh, I agree. Uh, well, I, I I think it does matter what you do. But I'll, I'll but, you, you know, know I'll agree with the uh, the other sentiment there. All right, Lynn is back to you. Dude. All right, so this would probably be the one that I'm with like the most players out of the thing that I've chosen. But I think that this is a solid one with enough quality plus quantity. I'm going number one. You get Tracy McGrady. You get Penny Ooh. Hardaway. You get Warren Moon. You get um. Oscar Robinson, you get Ozzie Smith, a lot of classic people. Chauncey Billups with Denver, oh, Derrick yeah. Rose MVP year. A lot, of, a lot of good people were one. Chris Bosh with the Heat and Devin Booker, who just got out of the playoffs a couple months ago. Yeah. I like the Warren Moon throwback. Yeah, I Warren like Moon Warren is Moon. a really good call. Man. I like Warren Look, Moon. I'm, I'm on this radio for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Warren Moon's classic. Classic. All right, Nick, you. Oh, uh, man, I got to. I'm actually going to jump my own pick here because I think I'll have a chance to get it later. So I'm going to go with 12. God dang it, that's what I yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, Son yeah. of a gun. So, I mean, obviously, TB12, Tom Brady, whatever, greatest of all time, whatever you want to say. John Stockton. <laughs> Ooh. Fantastic basketball player, one of my favorites. Aaron Rodgers, 12. Dwight needs, Howard, 12. He just needs a shot, old John. He just needs a shot. How about, how about Thorne Marcus Colston at number 12? Oh, I forgot. I almost Jake DeLone. Shame on me. Jake Delon number UL, twelve at USC. There you go. Hey, and maybe maybe Chris Olave will will you know? You know, twelve twelve is is a great one. I had that one down. Um, it's great. All right, I'll just go. Uh, I'll go number nine. Yeah, there you go. That's I, what knew, I, had I next. knew I knew it couldn't make the rounds. Uh, I'll take number nine. I mean, Drew Brees number nine. You can name others. I don't care. I'm just gonna roll. <laughs> That's yeah. all I need right there for number nine. If, That's anyone, the only if anyone I wants need. to hear Joe DiMaggio, uh, Tony Parker, some other good number nines. Yeah. Yep. Don't let don't let Tony around your girlfriend there, Nick. All right. Uh I get another pick here and I am going to go with thirty four. Thirty four. Thirty four. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah, you know, I mean actually I said the wrong number. I'm sorry. You're good. Take it. No, back. no, 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 no. I'm just gonna hope that my other number waits until the last pick <laughs> okay. in the whole draft. Thirty four. Um we'll go, you know, it's just one after 33. Ricky, Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams actually is the first player I think of. When That's I the think first of, player I think of. When I think of the number 34. But, you know, you have you have Herschel Walker. You have Bo Jackson. You have, like. That's right. There, Bo did wear 34. There's just some incredible athletes, running backs, that wore number 34. And he was back, I think just, I think of 34, like back when guys wore much bigger shoulder pads. Yeah. Just seeing a running back just, you know, Bowling over people wearing Real that number. Powerful runners, too. Yeah, like those those guys come to my mind immediately. Brings me back a little bit to when I was young and just that bruising style of a running back that can get it done. So I'm rolling with uh, 34 as my fourth number. 
All right, we're going back up the ladder here. This is an on-five segment. We're drafting the best jersey numbers. Nick, it is back to you. Oh, uh, man, I guess I'll do I'll do the one I skipped over. 20. 2-0. Nice. Ray Sanders. Oh, there you, you go. Get Ray Allen. You get Ed Reed. Probably, I think, my favorite safety ever to play the game of football. You get Manu Ginobili. You know, you get some solid, solid players at 20. I like a nice it. round number, too. That is good. It is good. Nice. 20. I dig that. Okay. Now, I'm going 10 less than that. I had to go with this one. I waited long enough because when I heard Blaze say seven with Cristiano Ronaldo, I was like, all right, well, the, my, my other number's in the back of my head. I'm going 10. 10. You get Lionel Messi. You get you Pele. Go. You get uh, Diego Maradona. You get Ronaldinho. All the greatest soccer players. But that's not it. You get DeAndre Hopkins. You get Tyreek Hill with the Chiefs. You get Deshaun Jackson, Santonio San Holmes, uh, Kurt Warner with the Rams. And you have Kurt Warner was not number 10. He, oh, well, this website's lying. Mark, uh, you, Mark, get Eli Manning. you get Mark Bolger. You get Mark Bolger. You, you don't get Kurt Warner. You do get Eli Manning. You do, I do get Eli Manning. Okay, well, okay, well, this thing lied. All right, well, whatever. I love I, 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 They're I, all looking at their phones. I'll take guys. Eli Manning and uh, and I still get, He said he was winging it. I still get. I still get all this other stuff. So number okay. ten. Okay. No, this, no, this get, this on the fly. As you look at your phone up and down, sure. All right, he's Blaise, flying to his phone. Your last two picks. Exactly what's happening. So for my fourth pick, I'm gonna go. Originally, when I thought about this number, just. Pure intimidation. You think of football when you hear this number. Big 99. Nice. And then you think you of go. all the number, all the names that come with that number. And it's not just I like it. not just football, but originally I think of uh, Warren Sapp. Nice. One of the first, I mean, big intimidating defensive yeah, yeah. lineman, dominant. J.J. Uh, Watt, Miles Garrett. You think of real intimidating guys who wear that number. But to football, Aaron Judge wearing 99. I don't know if there's there anybody go. more intimidating at the plate right now than him and what he's doing for the Yankees. So I'm going to go with 99 for my fourth pick. Not, not a big hockey guy. Isn't Gretzky 99? Didn't Gretzky it's wear 99? Exa- I was, you took the words out of my mouth. I mean, Wayne Gretzky, great, there you go. The great one. Yep. See, I don't, I don't know my hockey like that, but I do know Wayne Gretzky. The and, only hockey player quoted by Michael Scott. There you go. Uh, and for my fifth pick, uh, I'm going to go with 26. Uh, it has a lot of sentimental value. I believe Sean Taylor wore that his, uh, his rookie year with the, was at the time, the Redskins, uh, the late great Sean Taylor. Uh, I believe it was 26 before he transitioned over. I think he was yeah. 21 later. Uh, but 26 has a lot of sentimental value for me. My grandfather wore that number uh, his high school years uh, before he passed. And then my brother and a lot of uh, – both of my brothers wore 26 in high school. Uh, I didn't get to wear 26 because me and my brother we played on the football team at the same time. So I wore 44, but 26 has a lot of sentimental value for Deuce. me. Deuce, Deuce, yeah. Nice. Like that choice. Yeah, I like the family pick. I like that. My last one has sentimental value as well, but just to myself. Um, I'm choosing the number I wore in high school, number 42. Classic number. Love that. You're a big Darren Sharper fan, too. N- don't do that. Oh, stop wow. it. Hey, stop hey, it. He likes bringing up the legal on issues. On the positive side, yeah. On the, on the positive side, though, you do get Jackie Robinson. And I get Mariana is- Rivera. Plus yeah, Linden. Yeah. yeah. You know, solid. Plus Linden. Great ball player. <laughs> Dude, Mariana Rivera, Jackie. Burton, solid. Know. I'll be honest, though. Lynn Burton is a football name. Like Lynn Burton. Landon is Burton is, is the football Yeah, that's the real football. Shout out to that guy. All right, Nick Jeremy. Uh, my last pick might come a little out of left field, but it's it's one that I love deeply. It's 15. Nice. 15. Vince Carter. You get Pat Mahomes. You get Mello. You get Carlos Beltran. You get Nikola Jokic. Uh, Tim Tebow, if you're that type of person that cares about him. Uh, more importantly, though, people do. two Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Great. Fantastic. The, the pair, Eli Mitchell and Eli, Eli McGuire. Now, my sister worked at Vanderbilt Catholic High where he went to high school. 
when he was in high school, I was watching him while she was working there. I was watching him playing playing games. First Catholic high school football game I ever, ever went to. He's returning a kickoff. And I, I swear to you, I, I watched this happen. He's running and there's a pile forming in front of him. And he steps onto a guy's back and jumps, like dives over the pile and lands on his feet and keeps running. That's illegal. Should have been flagged. One of the, one <laughs> of the most athletic plays I've ever seen on a football That's field. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Elijah McGuire will always have my fandom for that. He's one of the greatest good. ever to yeah. suit up. I watched the one. other one, Elijah Mitchell for Erath. I watched him oh, pull over guys. Oh, I had a chance yeah. to try to tackle him and didn't go over very well. Uh, I ended up with my face in the dirt. Is yeah. that the best bas- Is that the best player you played in high school, Elijah Mitchell? Uh, no, I I played against a guy by the name of Tyler Shelvin. Okay, who He's was big. an absolute freak, monster, huge yeah. guy. But I watched him chase down a tunnel screen for about thirty yards, and he big caught guy. it for like a two yard loss. And I was like, "There's no way a human that large should be able to move that <laughs> now fast." The Bengals. It's ridiculous how athletic he is. Nice. Okay. All right. There are a lot of options on the table. I'm just gonna go with forty four. Because if you're a fullback, you look good in 44. That's true. If you're of a certain build, you look good in 44. It just looks cool, right? I mean, attorney bro, 44. Yeah, if you're Mm -hmm. you're big bro. It's just if you're big bro over there, 44, it's it's not, yes, there's some players that have worn it uh, that are in the Hall of Fame. Maybe it isn't the best basketball number, whatever, but... That thing on a baseball or football jersey just looks nice. Yes. Uh, I honorable mention 36 for Coach Rowe. Honorable nice. mention. Yeah. Um, but and before I let you guys go, and this has been a lot of fun, to review our on-five draft of jersey numbers. Blaze has 7, 21, 52, 99, and 26. I think Blaze might have won, guys. <laughs> Those are, I see, that's a I really don't, strong... I don't, I don't know. Lynn's got... 23, I mean, Pierre Thomas, y'all can talk about MJ all you want, LeBron, 8, 1, 10, and 42. Nick has 32, 24, 12, 20, and 15, and I got 3, 33, 9, 34, and 44. Well, I, well, I can say one thing. We all beat you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. That's the great thing about I, this on five. It hey, doesn't really matter. Yeah, I mean, because I, I genuinely think I won, but, you know. Yeah, he, the guy's wearing the 37. I was going to say honorable mention. I wanted to say it because it. I didn't pick it because it was just the one player in the even, one moment, but 37, come on. Did he, I mean, he gives more than one moment. Steve oh, Gleason leaves well, still he, just making moments. I guess that's true. That's true. And then, you know, the no white flag and all but, that stuff. That's but to your deal. point, like, it's – the iconic play. Yeah, it's the it's, iconic play. It's the I'm one just, that's immortalized in a statue. Correct. You know? He's so remembered the, for the one play, but if you go back and you watch him throughout his throughout career, he was a solid player oh, for everything that he was called upon to he was do. A good, so. He was a good special teams player. Yes. yes. He was like the fifth safety. Like when he had to play safety was when a bunch of people got hurt. Yeah. But he was, I mean, he carved out a niche of being a special teams ace, man. Exactly. Um, all right, last question, guys, before we let you run. It's not a draft. It's just one number. You can't pick the same one. What is just the worst number for a jersey? You know what? I'm going to go 60. Even though Autogram, and I don't even know if you guys even know who that is, he yes. wore 60. But, like, that was back when, you know, the, the photos and the videos are all black and white, old, not even 8 millimeter. Like, we're talking about a different era. I don't know what. The number 60 on any, 
Like you see it in football, there's nothing menacing about it. No. Yeah. Like there's nothing about it where you're like, oh, I'm scared of that guy. Here comes number sixty. There's not like this lineage, in, at least in like the last forty years of like incredible. I've never seen an NBA player wear sixty ever. You can't wear sixty in college in basketball. I've never seen it in baseball. It's just not. It doesn't look right for any position. Mm-mm. Any because you got to be an O lineman or a D lineman to wear sixty. Yeah, and I it just. Good no. call. I like no. that. Yeah, I, don't, a, I don't. I don't. I think that's a great pick. Like his, his numbers. It's going to take a player that's just incredible, some great pass rusher who would never choose to wear a sixty. So it'd have to be like a UDFA that just comes out of nowhere and just, or someone that's passionate about it. Matt, Max Unger might have a Max uh-huh. Unger wore sixty. He, Max, might, he might have and, a little. And it looked and it looked terrible on him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it did look weird. 60. It never. It just it was like Max. Get it. I always wanted him to get a different number. It just looks bad. I don't, I don't like thirteen. What? Really? Yeah, I don't like you 13. You don't like 13? Thir- I love guys 13. With 13. Uh, Michael e- Thomas. Every time, I just don't like 13. It just rubs me the wrong way. What? Ho- hotels don't put it in their hotel for are a you, reason. Are you, like, just, are you triskaidekaphobic? Uh, I'm just, it's just the, the, the connotation with unlucky 13. I wouldn't wear it if I was playing Yeah, so sports. you're triskaidekaphobic. Yeah, I guess so. I didn't, I didn't even know what that was. Triskaidekaphobic is a fear of the number 13. If you say so. If he's like, Lynn's like, sure, if you say so. <laughs> Look, been I, some, been some, there's some good number 13s. So you at least have to. Oh, yeah, that. no, for sure. Yeah. Like MT, a, James Harden. Su- I, I, I see it. Superstitious thing for you. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Like I, I, would, I, I could never I put that on 60 just because it just looks bad. All right, what are you? What about you guys? Worst jersey number? Mine's not too far off from yours, uh, Scott, and mine's more of a personal reason. Uh, so my senior year of high school, I grew up on a very small high school football team. Uh, I was linebacker first three years, uh, and then I had to play also right tackle my senior year along with playing linebacker because we only had 30 guys on the team. I was say, you're not big enough. And so, no, not at all. And so I, I couldn't wear 44 anymore because I had to play right tackle. And it made me so angry that my senior year I had to wear 64. And it was just such an ugly number. The middle linebacker wearing 64, it was, ah, I couldn't stand it. It's the Zach Streif number (laughs) out there. 64. 60s aren't a good choice. There's something like if you're like a great old, like 77, people bag on Luka. It's such a great number because you got Luka, you got Willie Rofe, like, you can go in other sports and find 77s, and it's like, you know what? I, Good tackles in the I 70s. I feel like that's a that's an offensive tackle number yeah. in the 70s. Yeah, or like 65 is okay, or 69. Or I 65. was thinking. I didn't want to like, say it. <laughs> I think what it is, it's like 60 and like... It, I don't know. 61's pretty it's, bad too, right? Yeah, it's a weird looking... Weird just, looking. Yeah, it just doesn't look right. Just do away with the 60s I'll, altogether. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go ahead. I'll go with maybe not... Because you guys have already picked worse, like bad numbers. I think the, I'm going to go with a number that's probably it's surrounded by so many better numbers. So why would you ever pick it unless you were forced to? Is 83? Well, I don't. Know it is that. awkward. 83 is an awkward number to me. No, it's like it's, it's like when I was young, I just think receivers, receivers didn't have yeah. they couldn't wear teens. So every that's receiver fair. and tight end. So I, there were so many good 83s when I was a young kid. That's fair. Like tons of them. Um, no, I I, I mean, yeah, Willie Sneed. Like you know, I mean, thinking of recently when I was young, like. Flipper Anderson, Willie Galt, 83. Really Wes, Welker. Wow. Wes, Wes Welker. Wes Welker, yes. Okay, Wes Welker. Yeah, but you got to understand, I just don't like I mean, Steve there. Jordan, an multi-time all-pro tight end, father of Cam, he was he was 83. That's fair. Like, there were a lot of good 83s. That, Nick, I just think that's a terrible selection. You know what? That's fair. 
You know, can I, yeah, I'm going to change my answer. All right, go no, ahead. No, don't, don't, don't let him pressure you, dog. Nah. No, I'm not gonna change. Stand strong on what only, you believe. Only if you want to. No, I'm not going to change my answer. I, I still think 83 is an overrated number. I don't think, because you, if you could go to 82, which is, I think, a fine number. You could go to 84, 85, 86, or you could just all have better a numbers. good number, which is 83. I don't think. No, nah, I'm, rock, I'm rocking with him. I like it. Take, choose, your, choose your thing and stand on it, because I'm letting you know if, if when you, we start debating if, if, you, you, if you're Paul. How about this? <laughs> if you really want to go for it, the, the opposite is also true. 38 is also bad. Now, nah, that one is 38 really is bad. A, a bad number. Might as well just choose 40. Yeah. Or 40, 36, 40, 37. No, 40 is kind of a bad number, too. Is it really? I don't think 40 is a bad number. Yeah. Solid, you know. Delvin Bro was really upset when he got that number. I would that didn't look right on him at all. It, wow. it, look, it looked really. You see, I think that's because he was too small really, for forty. It looked well, really he was funky. a cornerback. Well, I mean, with forty, yeah. it was like I was like, didn't what are people, they doing? He didn't want it. He didn't want it. But didn't, didn't people kind of react weird when Kamara picked forty one? Um, see, I, I, I knew I was being a little weird. I thought about forty one. No, but he made he made it. Look, he made it. Forty one was cool. Roman Harper was forty one. He was a Pro Bowl safety. Yeah, I just think of Dirk. Forty Dirk, like forty one is fine. It's fine. There's some. Forty-one works, but thirty-eight—that's it. That's but you didn't pick thirty-eight. You picked eighty-three. You picked I did the, pick eighty-three. You flipped it around and did the wrong. I, one. Yeah, I think of old-timey receivers when I think of eighty-three. Yeah, oh, God, y'all are making me feel old-timey receivers. Well, because everybody, <laughs> when I say old-timey, <laughs> like Ricky Sanders. Everybody chooses the teens nowadays. You got Mike <laughs> Evans in thirteen. I don't know what you want us to say. What, you want us to just be older? <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Can't help that. Can't it's, help old, it. it's, it's old-timey to us. It's just old-timey a lot of guys pick the teens Landry nowadays. Still wears. In the 80s, right? Yeah, he does. He yeah. does. Slander is 8 0. Yeah, and I, and I, I respect though, him for like, it, too. Yeah, nothing 80. wrong with 80s. I, I respect 83. him for it. Because he was 80 in college when a lot of kids would go the flashy number, like Odell switched from 33 to 3. You know, a lot of these guys a switch it up. Three choice. You I'm got a, another good one. I'm so. a, I am a sucker for the, for the, the, the change from double digits to single digits that the, the wide receivers and all have been able to do. I, I love it. that. I hate it. Jalen Ramsey yeah. is number five. Is all y'all probably like that ugly black Saints helmet too, huh? I d- okay. Wait, all you don't like that? Yeah, we, we, we talked about this. Just the other I day. could do. I could do Garbage. hours on why that new Saints helmet is not as bad as everybody thinks. You just don't put it with the whites. Yeah, you don't put it with the whites. You don't put it with the whites. You put it with the black. The black and then pants. Looks like a bunch of Darth Vader's out there. Yes, I like that. That's intimidating, especially with the defense we have. It's intimidating for nerds. Yeah, and I'm a nerd. Here's the thing. Part of it is I just love the gold helmets. Oh, they're classics. Gold helmets are fine. No, no, they're better than fine. They're they're 10 out of 10, Nick. Come on. The black helmet helmet looks funky. The black helmet is not something that you break out for every home game, though. You still make the the gold your classic. But Scott's on his curmudgeon old man stuff right there. I don't want it at all. And the little tiny little fleur de lis that are like little <laughs> stickers that go over I the think, top trying to look like some arena two yeah, team. Yeah, I think that's a little I don't little like the stickers. Far, yeah, the stickers but, remind me of college. But you know, it I'm okay with it. I think especially if they y'all, were all y'all, black. y'all love it. I can't stand I it. I'll tell you, I like no, the color. I always wanted a black I helmet. I love the black helmet. I really wish and I might be completely alone in this. I wish we'd bring back the gold jerseys. I love yeah, Mustard Vanderbilt looking thing. Yeah, Those you're alone on that one. Yeah, you you gonna you go rock on that one. I will stand on it. I will die on this hill. Yeah, you I love you're those gold jerseys. You're dead. Yeah, that's dead where on the I think, hill. I think, I'm, I'm with you on the black yeah, helmet. But the so black helmet, hideous. the gold jersey, and the black pants would be but amazing. When LSU can bring out those mustard gold they wear, that is that is oh that is disgusting. That is disgusting. LSU don't need to mess with their uniforms either. Y'all got to understand all whites. But this, I'm I'm a guy that I like the highlighter Seahawks jerseys. I like the blue. Yellow Rams jerseys. Oh, 
The mustard and ketchup? Oh, oh yes. I, I love nasty. this. I like bright colors. Nasty Maybe it's because I can't see normal colors very oh, well. Oh, no. Nasty Nick. That's his nickname. <laughs> That's, look. Nasty Nick. How about, yeah, we'll, 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 uh, we'll make that my, my nickname. I'm, I'm a big nickname. Nasty Nick. Guy. Big bro. I don't know. Big I'm, bro's not working. Big Blaze well. yeah. is, is better for me. Big Blaze. <laughs> Triple B. <laughs> All right. And Lynn Burton. I'm Scott Prather. Guys, that was fun. Um, so... Lynn's going to be out uh, this week. He'll be back middle of next week. Uh, Nick and Blaze will be on a little bit this week. And then uh, between the 6th and the 12th, I'll be out. And these three guys will be on quite a bit. Uh, and when they're on live, you'll be able to call them and tell them that they're right and that I'm old or that they're all just, I don't know. They'll tell like helmets. Just, they rock know. with us. They t- <laughs> yeah, hey. Rock with the youth. I'll tell you what, we're going we're gonna to end this segment when we call. Open phone lines if you want to call and tell me that I'm dead wrong. You want to talk jersey numbers. You want to talk uniforms. A little bit on the CWS. We'll do it here on this Monday morning. To the great Scott Show. This is ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. And woulda. Back in 82, I used to be able to throw a pigskin quarter mile. Are you serious? They all play here. Coach would have put me in fourth quarter. We'd have been state champions, no doubt. ESPN Lafayette. ESPNLafayette.com and the ESPN Lafayette app. ESPN Lafayette. E to the S to the P to the N. The best ticket in sports. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show. Phone lines open 337-269-1077. The two-time defending Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning are defending no longer after last night. The Colorado Avalanche get it done. The Road Warriors. Terrific on defense, and uh, it was a defenseman that lifted up that Stanley Cup. How about the dudes in the white gloves that present it, and then they have to, what are their titles, like the Master Cups Guards? I don't even know what they're called. But there's a dude that looks like he's in um, a Def Leppard video with that hairstyle whose sole job in life is to watch after the Stanley Cup. 24-7. And he has a backup. They call him the vice guardsman or whatever the heck the title is. And so he, you know, when the big guy needs a rest, he fits in. He's the understudy. And they got to follow that cup around for basically like two weeks is the, the avalanche party and do everything under the sun around that cup. Imagine your job like by day three or four, you're just... You know when you're you're in a, a normal state of mind and you're around a lot of people that aren't because they're inebriated. They maybe they've been a, maybe you're the designated driver, whatever, which is good. I I commend you. Nice job. But whenever you're good and everyone else around you is not, 
They're all partying. They're all a little inebriated. You know, it's a different feeling. Now, imagine doing that for like five days straight times 20. How about the, the dude on on the avalanche who's skating back with the cup and just immediately falls on the ice? They damage part of the cup in like seconds. Dude's just gargling beer down out of the cup. Uh, it, there's nothing like it. Stanley Cup's great, man. It's great. It's great. You had a brawl in Major League Baseball between Seattle and Arizona. Most brawls in MLB today, it's not a brawl. The bench is cleared. It's a lot of basically like two dogs that just bark at each other but never actually like get close enough to even sniff. Well, there was a brawl yesterday. There was a brawl yesterday. It was, you know, they're throwing out seed buckets and the 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 Mariners and Angels, they got after it there. There's some swings. Three three seven two six nine ten seventy seven. Let's head to the phone lines. Good morning. Welcome into the show. Hello. What's going on, man? Hey, what's up? Ray Bork. Ray Bork? Segment. Yeah, you told my number 77 uh, with Willie Rose. Uh, didn't he wear 77? I believe. Uh, did he? Ray Bork? I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not like totally up on my hockey history. Oh, but if you say he did, I'll believe you. No, 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 don't believe me. Let me, uh, I know Paul Coffey. I, I thought I thought he wore like number number seven. I don't remember it being now. Maybe maybe, but I've also like I saw him at the very end of his career with the Avalanche. Was he wearing seven? You might be right. I'll... No, no, I think you're right. I think he did wear seven. Hold on, he might have worn seventy seven for some of his career. Let's I, let me yeah, Google it. Ray Borg, yeah, you might be right. Jersey number. I was 77. Uh, so, so when I pull up Ray Borg jersey number, both 77 and 7 come up. Um, oh, okay. It says, although it's still in Colorado, lasted just 15 months, his number 77 jersey was retired there. So, yeah, you're right, 77. There you go. For the majority oh, of his no, career, just, for the majority <laughs> of his career, that's what he wore. No, the reason I uh, mentioned Borg, I heard, like, I heard this segment with uh, two new cats in uh, Lynn. You mentioned '77. I was thinking, you know, you said Willie Wirth, uh, uh Really, excuse me, Willie Wirth. I remember a linebacker for the Broncos. I think he was '77. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Was that uh, Me- Carl Mecklenburg. Mecklenburg? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Carl Mecklenburg. It, it's it's an it. I think it's a jersey number that plays. It looks cool. Mecklenburg was. Uh, yeah, he was great, man. I mean, I want to say he's. Um, He's not in the Hall of Fame, but he was like a, you know, he was like a all, he was a first team all pro for like the, the the back half of the 80s and early 90s. Like always, you know, one of the better defenders in the league. So, yeah. Um, now, the, the reason I heard you, uh, I watched some of the game yesterday, man, especially the third period. Uh, I was kind of busy. And when I looked up, I saw the, pres- the presentation going on. I didn't watch the whole thing, but. It's crazy. I think they said it's Colorado first time winning it since oh one. Yeah. Oh two. Yeah, I think that's when Ray Bork um Yeah, Ray Bork won it. He was like it was at the very end of his career. He got a Stanley Cup with the Avalanche. 
Yeah. Um, it would have been nice to see a three-peat in uh, hockey. Um, I don't know if it's been a while. I think Detroit, no? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, like you said, man, my hockey history is is trash. I don't know what um, – not what it used to be. I'll say that. But, I, I uh, just uh, most of my most of my hockey knowledge is just from playing NHL '94 back in the day. I mean, like I don't. Yeah, that was a top five uh, sport games of all time. It's a great sport game. It's a sport. great game. And man, who I just couldn't be happier for a guy like Stan Kroenke. I mean, another one. What a great individual. I say sarca- so, uh, I say sarcastically. I, I just, yes, I know he owns the Rams. So I, I, he owns like he owns like every he owns he owns the Rams. He owns the Nuggets. He owns the the, the Avalanche. He owns all kind of other minor league teams, and he's whatever. I mean, somebody needs to go knock that toupee off of his head. Hey, but another thing too, man. Uh, ESPN Radio, man. Like some of the, the national ESPN Radio. Uh, man, some some of those personalities on that man. Um, I heard one person say it wouldn't surprise me if Deshaun Watson get a two year suspension. I mean, two years. I I I I think it's going to be over a year. I don't know about two, but I think the NFL is going to come down with something really long that they know the NFLPA is going to fight. And then the NFLPA is going to bring to the table, hey, look at what these owners are doing. And then before it gets really, really nasty, they'll probably take some games off of it. I think, I think, I think they're going to come out with something really, really strong. Then take a few games off of it upon appeal. But I, w- I mean, I wouldn't say two years, but I don't know that it's the craziest thing I've ever heard either. I mean, we're talking about. Yeah, I heard a local show. I heard a local show yesterday. I, I'm not going to get on that. But but some, some of the comments, oh, you know, to me, you know what I hear, man? I hear bitterness and jealousy that, that man, they, they gave that man a full contract. It's almost like I hear it on the radio, like locally. I hear it nationally. It's almost like, like there's a vendetta against the Browns for offering him a full guaranteed contract. And I'm sure the owners, they're, they're upset with that, man. Like, like they do, especially with a player – you know, we know he's a great player, but you know the off-the-field problems or the issues he has. Yeah, the the, they, the full they, guaranteed in in the the layout of it to try to avoid as much punishment as possible. The PR hit all of it. Yeah, I'm sure there's. I, I mean, there's a lot of people upset with it. So, so one more comment for the, for the yesterday show newsflash: You're only getting paid a million dollars next year. Yeah. Uh, so hey, if he gets that out of the year, just get him for the million. So I think that's why the league might try to make it longer. Because of uh, the, the games they playing with the contract, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. You know that's that's you're right. There's another angle there, but whenever he already has the signing bonus and it's as high as it is, it's just it's going to be really hard for the league. Unless the Browns have some sort of out in the contract, it's going to be really hard for them to get the bulk of that money out of his pocket. Like I said, man, I want the Texans. The Texans need to, something needs to happen to the Texans. Of course, something needs to happen to Snyder. Uh, and, that, and that's how I would approach it if I was in NFLPA. All right, thank you. Thank you. Texans, all the NDAs, in a lot of ways enabling Deshaun Watson's um, behavior with masseuses. Obviously, I mean, I, yeah, I could go on and on about Dan Snyder. Ugh. Scum. But that's going to do it for the Great Scott Show. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow morning on ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports.